We spent quite a bit of time last night talking about the situation with Alex Jones and his brand InfoWars, Prison Planet, and what have you, that have been kicked out of a variety of social media platforms. And what this portends in terms of the direction that our culture is going, and you know, this all happens in a context where you have the New York Times posting op-eds arguing against the freedom of speech, arguing against the First Amendment, leftist academics openly saying, yeah, we liked it back in the 60s when it was useful for our political agenda, but now that it's being used to the benefit of conservatives and corporations and our political enemies, well, now something simply must be done. Now we need to shut it down. Now we need to ban people. Now we need to kick people off of platforms and what have you. And, uh, you know, it's, it makes sense that they would start with Alex Jones. Go after the guy who's controversial. Go after the guy who ruffles feathers, who's who's least likely to get a, a, a lot of people jumping out to defend him. You know, a lot, a lot of people would probably applaud at no longer seeing him in their newsfeed. And then slowly but surely, incrementally, expand the circle to include more deplorables, more undesirables, until finally you've locked down the 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 entire public discourse and locked out your political opposition closing argument my name is walter Edson, twin cities news talk am 11 30 fm streaming at twin cities news talk.com and your iheart radio app we're here 9 to 11 weeknights appreciate you joining us brad omland takes your calls at 651-989-5855 and produces the show and uh, due to brad's diligence we have with us on the line Scott Bronson, who is the uh, affiliate relations manager, hopefully I'm getting that title correct, for uh, Alex Jones and InfoWars. How are you doing tonight, Scott? I'm doing well, Walter. Good to meet uh, Good to meet you. Good to talk with you. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you coming on the program tonight. And, you know, I, I just kind of want to start, and this is a, a unique opportunity that we have to kind of get an inside perspective on what it's been like for you guys to to go through this. I, I assume... As the affiliate relations uh, staff person at Infowars, that your job entails uh, keeping the the radio empire, so to speak, together. Is that correct? Uh, radio and television is is where I I do most of my focusing. And um, as far as that goes, when this happened, uh, more stations called and told me, you know, what can we do? How can we help? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Alex doesn't get any. He doesn't get paid. Uh, from stations, he's one of, you know, like Rush and all them, they have stations that pay right. uh, for the, them to be able to play Rush and thing, things like that. And Alex is very adamant that he never wants to do that. So it's not like these stations are paying to to have our stuff on. And they, I mean, we have a pretty good working relationship with them. So, you know, when it first happened, um, we've heard from more station managers calling to say, you know, is there anything we can do? Is there anything, you know, anything that we can, you know, how can we help type of thing? Um, the TV side, uh, that's a little bit newer, but, um, I mean, we've kind of had the same thing. I mean, you, we, we deal with mostly people who kind of agree with not necessarily everything that we say, but mm-hmm. they like that we ask questions. Um, right. When, like, one of the beauties of Alex for these places is that it, he, Sometimes he just asks questions that he, he, you know, he asks the, the silly questions, you know, 
the big one is, you know, is the water turning the frogs gay? Right. You know, things yes. like that. Uh, that's a sensation. He sensationalizes, you know, the stuff that he read. Sure. And that's what makes people pay attention. Right. Um, but, you know, so asking a lot of these places that we, the stations that we deal with and the, you know, both in radio and TV, they like that he asks the question and he doesn't seem to just follow uh, an agenda of a driven agenda. Mm-hmm. Well, and that same tendency seems to be a part of what has has uh, factored into this backlash that that you guys have received. Now, I, I hear that this move wasn't entirely unexpected. Did, did, was there any sort of sense that this was coming down the line? Well, I mean, Alex has been talking about it. Uh, I've worked with Alex since, uh, what, 2000 and probably 2011 was the first time that I, I met Alex. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've worked with him every, you know, on a day-to-day basis um, since February of this year when, when he asked me to move down to Austin. Uh, but before that, I was working uh, with him uh, through GCN and, and other places. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he he's been talking about for about five years that this this was coming right and and so as soon as it happened it, it was uh it, it wasn't unexpected uh it was a little bit unexpected how it all came down uh you know what you had youtube facebook uh spotify apple pinterest linkedin and mailchimp all banning us within a within a 12-hour period sure right um yeah. And so, like the whole the the wave was a little bit bigger than expected, um, but we we have things that that we were putting in place and getting ready to uh, roll out that we're just we we just kind of ramped up a little bit quicker on on how we want to roll that out. Yeah, preparation has always been a strong theme of the of the work you guys do over there. I'm sure you you had some contingencies uh, in play. That so. In terms of the the effect that you guys see on this having on your well, before I get into that, because I do want to talk about the future and what you envision for how you guys are going to to roll with this punch, but uh, I I want to get into the um, the the effect that this has on the message that Alex puts out there because you know this is consistent with the kind of thing that he's warned about for years that that this type of of clampdown on expression was coming. In a in a sense, does this help you guys? That that in in a kind of a weird, unintended way, that they've actually done exactly the kind of thing that Alex said they were going to do. Um, yes and no. Um, in the way that it helps us isn't necessarily in the sense that um, that you would want. <laughs> in the sense that we were right, you yeah. know, not necessarily in that sense. But um, the the part where I can say where it's helped us is that, um, I mean, for a while here, it, it, it kind of felt like Alex was, you know, kind of a little bit drifting, waiting for the next next shoe to fall mm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, as soon as it fell, um, he, he's super motivated. Right. Uh, right. He's, he's right back to feeling like he's, um, he's got through something and yeah. they think that this is going to end him. Right. And the, the, you know, the only thing was, is that he figured out how to use YouTube faster than other places did. Right. Uh, they shut down, um, what I think it, I think the, they shut down five, five YouTube channels, mm-hmm. which had a total of, uh, like 5 million subscribers, right. um, 
on close to like two and a half billion views. Mm-hmm. And when you when you compare that to places like you know Fox News or MSNBC or even CNN, right. um, it, it, he he was right up there. I believe CNN was the only one that had more, and they kind of had to deal with uh, with they seem to have to deal with Facebook or not Facebook but uh, YouTube to promote their stuff. So it, it was uh, the the only thing that made it made it weird is that he figured out how to do do the YouTube stuff before, before YouTube even really kind of figured out. Right, right, right. So, uh, you know, it, it, it helps us in the sense that now we have, um, we have a motivated, uh, Alex again, uh, and he's, he's got a fire. So So. how how does that translate then into moving forward? I, like I say, I, I imagine there were some constituencies that were kind of on deck, and you guys have a vision for how you're, you're going to proceed, uh, this, obviously isn't going to shut InfoWars down. So what's the plan moving forward or how much can you reveal? Um, I'm not, I'm not sure how much I can reveal, but I can tell you that um, InfoWars has 100 employees, mm-hmm. um, right around 100 employees. Um, we're in, you know, three different buildings. Uh, there's a warehouse. Um, if they can figure out a way to get people that, to stop supporting them, um, it could affect us. But, I mean, we're completely self-funded. We don't have any, uh, up until now, we haven't had any sort of sponsor, outside sponsorship. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, uh, you know, it, it, a highly motivated Alex who, regardless of what anybody thinks about Alex, if you spend five minutes with Alex and he engages and starts talking, he is very... Uh, he has an energy about him, and that energy is back. And it's, uh, I, 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 honestly, uh, I, I feel like they kind of awoke a sleeping giant because now it's back to, I mean, he, he was on, uh, he, he's doing interviews again with people, yeah. and, and for five years he refused to do interviews with people. Right. 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 Um, the last one I think he did was with uh, Megan Kelly. Uh-huh. Um, but, um, so they have a, a motivated Alex, and you know everybody. Everybody that works there um, kind of feels like we're fighting up. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've followed Alex Jones' work for many years, going back to about 2001 or so, and and so I remember the days where you know it was much more low tech than than it has gotten in recent years, and this this kind of feels like a. Kind of, kind of like the effect that a, a forest fire has, where it, it burns down a lot of stuff and there's a lot of, of apparent destruction, but it ultimately has a creative purpose in terms of restoring the the forest bed, so to speak. And that 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 Alex is going to find himself in a very familiar position that he's been in before, where he has to work with uh, with tighter constraints, but he thrives in that type of environment. Exactly. And the big thing about this is, like when you, like you mentioned at the beginning, um, this, what this means for free speech is is probably is probably a bigger a bigger line than than what I think mm-hmm. uh, than what I thought. You know, when he would talk about, oh, well, they'll 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 cut us from here, and and we'll be the we'll be the first the first ones to go. Yeah, and which always made sense because Alex has kind of always ridden that line. Yep. But it also, after it happened, it made me think about what free speech means to me. 
Right. And for me personally, free speech isn't, while it's important to me, I think free speech is even more more important to somebody I disagree with. Correct. Uh, Because if they can't voice their disagreement with me, uh, we can't have a dialogue and we can't talk. And if me asking a question is the thing that that turns me into a deplorable or or something like that, uh, that's a problem. Well, unless we forget, you know, it's one thing for me as an individual Facebook user or YouTuber or whatever the case may be to decide that I'm going to block the Alex Jones channel or not not get notifications from the Alex Jones page because I don't want to engage with it. But the result of the actions that were taken this weekend is very specifically designed to get between your organization and people who want to engage with it. It's it's actually trying to prevent people from engaging in relationship and evaluating things with their own minds. And there's something profoundly Orwellian about that. Well, it's the you know, it, it, it's the burning of books. True, that's um, right. That's exactly what it is. And that and that's uh, that's a bad place to be in as a society. Yeah. Um, I, I I told uh, I was talking to some family of mine the other day, and I said it feels like we're closer when it comes to speech right now. We're closer to Miles China than we are to 1776 America, mm. and, and and that's a for me that's a scary thought. Sure. Sure. Like that's a really scary thought because I've never had a problem with somebody that disagrees with me. I've never right. ever, I've never had the thought that I want that person not to be able to speak their, right. their, their mind or, or tell that's me right. their ideas. That's right. And, and the the fact that and I understand that Facebook and all these places are are private companies. Sure, um, absolutely. Uh, but a lot of people, a lot of my friends that were outraged over the NFL making a policy where you can't protest during the uh, an anthem right it, they were they're mad about that but they're excited that facebook and youtube have have you know and, and mailchimp and all these places have decided to take a man off the internet yeah um that, that's weird um and I, i'm not one that has said that people can't protest the anthem whether i agree with their protest or not that's their choice but, but they should have that choice and it's for for me it's just weird it, it's weird i appreciate your you're joining us tonight scott bronson uh, affiliate relations uh, staff member for Infowars and alex jones and uh, we'll we'll keep up with you and feel free to reach out to us as stories develop uh, thanks a lot walter you have a great night yeah you too Six five one nine eight nine five eight five five. Closing argument. My name is Walter Hudson. Twin Cities News Talk. AM eleven thirty one zero three five FM. Twin Cities News Talk.